0: Hola fam, this is your girl Melissa and I am so excited to get into this episode of Cheeseman with Melly. Hi, hello, today is a very important episode um, because I just checked Twitter and my lovely friend Raven also sent me some Twitter stuff and apparently Sean has been, well he's been busy. And there's a lot of tea with him. And if you don't know, well, you probably do. I'm a Shawn Mendes stan. Uh, basically, every episode I have to talk about him because then I just, my life revolves around him. But aside from that, I'm also going to talk about Rihanna's Fenty Savage um fashion show. Uh, Also, Chris Brown recently posted three little comments on her picture, and Twitter exploded. I exploded. Everyone on Earth exploded because, I mean, we'll get into that. And also, the whole Scott Disick Corey Debak debacle. Did I say that right? Debacle on E News. And the Sandy Hook commercial as well as, and finally, the Peter Weber as The Bachelor um, and just how they really snubbed to Mike Johnson and then his comment about him not being The Bachelor and I totally agree with Mike. So let's get started with this episode. Okay, so we're starting with the most important news of literally this generation and that is cupcake and sean mendez having sex or hooking up or whatever and apparently she outed camila as being racist so um i'm shooketh all right let's start so who is cupcake if you were like me you didn't know who cupcake was she is a um a rapper from actual, like, she's from Chicago. So this is what her bio says. Elizabeth Eden Harris, known professionally as Cupcake, is an American rapper, singer, and songwriter from Chicago. Harris began her career as a rapper by releasing material online in late 2012. And she is my age, so she's 22 years old. Uh, Well, I'm 21, but I'm I'm about to be 22. So, Cupcake went on Instagram and uh, kinda has all of us shooked. Uh, so she tweeted, uh, your fave that used to be in that little pop group is racist, but WBK, and I don't know what that means. And then she she retweeted her earlier post and then commented and said, the one that's dating the fine gay guy, referencing Shawn Mendes. Um, and then she said, Um. Yes, sis. I fucked your man, and I did it on purpose since you're racist, and that's the T. Let's tell the world. I let's tell the world. Become. I grab the receipts. I guess before I grab the receipts is what she said. I don't know where she added that he has a small dick, but. She also said that Sean has a small dick and that, um, apparently he's gay, which if you don't know, back in an interview or something like that, Sean cleared up that he is not gay and people were kind of like, oh, what's wrong with being gay? But I think he just wanted to, like, straighten out, no pun intended, his sexuality. Um, so, this just, like, honestly, like, (laughs) um, yeah, but apparently she outed Camila let's start with the first part she outed Camila as being racist um and apparently she like posted some screenshots of Camila calling Normani the n-word now I don't know if it's true or not um so I don't necessarily want to say yes it's true it's false some people say that because she she uses a username Camila Cabello that it is false because apparently Camila's real name is fuck what do they say her real name is is Carla, so she would have it as Carla. I don't know, again, anything can be fabri- fabricated on this age of internet. They did that to James Charles, so I don't necessarily say that she is racist. This isn't the first time someone called Camila racist, back when she f- Sean Mendes had those old tweets resurfaced. Someone said that he's dating a racist, so I'm not sure, I never kept up with Fifth Harmony, except for Lauren, because she's a bad bitch and I have a crush on her, but as for Camila, I never really like took an interest. Um, So I don't know if she's racist or not. The fact that we don't know if Cupcake really slept with Sean. I think the one that I'm concerned as a Sean Mendes fan is when she said that his dick is small because, I mean, we've all seen those Calvin Calvin Klein ads. Like, Sean is a whole package and I love him and I don't know him, but I want him. And the fact that Cupcake slept with him and someone like started slut shaming her and saying she slept with everyone and then someone said if she was a deep throat girl I don't know like I know what deep throating is but I don't want to see her deep throat or why they're calling her that so I'm going to leave that in the dark but what we're not going to do on this podcast episode is slut shame cupcake that's not what we're here about what I want to know is when this happened was she dating? Apparently, I guess she slept with him while he was dating with Camila. But then that just adds to the theory that they're just a PR couple that are promoting their Senorita song. And that came out in June. So let, let's let's move on from this and this PR relationship. Let me pretend that I have a chance with Sean. Um, but, I mean, apparently she slept with them for revenge because Camila's racist. Now, some people are saying that she's faking this because... She just wants to get attention. She released a song yesterday, so she's trying to, like, get people to listen to her song. Someone said, uh, a fan said, Camila's racist. She said, concerning the Facebook messages, never ever was she Camila Cabello. She was always Carla Cabello. There's literally screenshots online. She never called Normani the N-word. It's actually simple to get the most generic photo on Google, make it your profile picture, and go along with it. Um, And so apparently she's not racist. So that adds does she still sleep with Sean? I'm just, I want Sean to like, come out and be like, no, I didn't sleep with her. Yes, I slept with her. Something. Um, I don't, I'm like fucking shaking. I'm shook. Like I can't, I can't. And then someone tweeted cupcake is giving the Watergate scandal of this generation's pop music. And I'm here she screeched on Mendes to get back at Camila Camila Cabello for being racist, which I mean she is. Um, So then again, I don't know, this is like shaking, like when she said his dick is small, I kind of wanted measurements, like how many inches, like can you reference that, like like how many, like you know, you know, like is he four inches, like how is what, like how big is he hard, and then how big is he soft. I need to know these facts, like, you know, because maybe he, he was small for her, and then for some girls, he's, like, normal, you know what I mean? Like, Sean <sighs> Mendes is perfect, and I think whatever size he is, he will remain perfect in my eyes, except for the old tweets that resurfaced. Um, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know, like, this is shooketh. Uh, So then someone actually, which made me laugh, um the person's name is A2 and then their at handle is UI no psych at U L I U V V Um Retweeted a picture of this guy throwing up and I don't know if you can hear it, but let's see if you can hear it. Um hopefully I don't get sued. Hold on. Bitch, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he. So some. They reposted that guy throwing up and then said, Can Cupcake just shut up? Because I don't want to see Camila post a video on, on Instagram of her and Sean fucking. Or exactly, can just Cupcake. It doesn't make sense what she said. But, anyways, basically the gist of it. We all got traumatized with that video of them making out. And I just don't want to see them have sex. And I don't want to see of course they're not going to do it their PR would never let them have a sex tape leaked leaked but I mean if Sean Mendes' nudes were leaked I think we'd all be a little bit you know appreciative JK no that's never don't promote hacking if he has the nudes probably for his private reasons but you know I just wish cupcake elaborated on that but yes nobody <laughs> the amount of jokes of um Here's another one. Sean Mendes and Camila going at Sean's crib to post a sex tape since Cupcake said his dick is small. And I just... Uh, I love these. I love twi- Twitter. Then someone said, us when we go on Insta just to see that Sean and Camila posted their sex tape because of Cupcake. And then it's um, Cody Cohen, Noel Miller. And it's this clip. Uh, let me see if I could... Okay. Well, hold on. It's this one where they both said... and um oh and if you don't remember they said the same thing when the whole them making out came out on instagram i love twitter um yeah i just i can't like this is too much i just want to know if this is real like i need sean to confirm i need camila to confirm like I just wanna know if Camila is racist. Can someone confirm that for me? I need to know if Sean Mendes and Cupcake did sleep together. Just I don't I just yeah. And then someone said at WTF. S-A-N-T-I-A-C-H-A-G-A said Cupcake really called out Sean for having a baby dick called Camila racist and ended Blueface for rapping offbeat in one day I'm and then it's a meme of God left <laughs> and then someone said why is everyone assuming that Cupcake is referring to Sean and Camilla? Um and I mean cause it's obvious, obvious. Um, but yeah this this left me <sighs> this shooked I can't. I love Twitter and I love this, but <laughs> let's move on because there'll be more updates. But uh, my hunch is that he probably—I don't know. Like I don't want to say that he did it and then have it turn out that he did sleep with her. But I, I don't know. Tell me what you think. DM me, tweet me. I don't. Yeah, I I can't. But uh, all right all right in other news uh the first thing we're going to talk about is rihanna and the chris brown comments um that he left on her instagram posts so if you don't know she dated chris brown he uh abused her physically and her like photos of her being beat were then leaked um and it's like became an infamous thing but um apparently chris brown has a a reputation and a past of being i think physically abusive emotionally abusive and whatnot and then you know we'll get into it but a lot of people blamed Rihanna for it as well Um, yeah so it's Uh, At the time, an argument between the two turned violent um, as a Daily Mail notes, and Brown hit the music star. The shocking images of Rihanna following the incident turned fans' stomachs and left Brown as a major heel in the entertainment industry to this day. While the pair did get back together shortly in 2013 and collaborated according to Cosmopolitan, they haven't been close since. Um... A few years later, it seems that Brown is in a different frame of mind and has Rihanna back in his sights. The controversial R&B star couldn't help but comment on several of Rihanna's posts on Instagram, leaving thirsty comments for his ex to see. So Rihanna posted lingerie pictures of her Fenty Savage line, um, which um, Chris Brown then commented. And he commented the little shook emoji, uh, and then he said, I want to be the lamp, and um, and he also had one more uh, comment um hold on let me find it it was another one i want to be the lamp the last emoji was a smirky the smirk face emoji um but twitter stands went fucking hard on this and i want to read a couple of tweets but so far the article says it is far from the first time that Brown has done this in Rihanna's comments, always floating in to make a remark or drop an emoji in response to a risky photo of the singer, each risqué. Each time, fans of Rihanna have not been forgiving of the controversial singer. You need help, lol. Leave her alone, you sick. Get a job, stay away from her, and then don't you fucking dare, man, an angry fan added before another dropped in and exasperated. Are you fucking serious? Um, so those are just com- some of the comments. And then a of this comes as Brown is expecting a son with ex-girlfriend Amika Harris. The singer is reportedly still getting along with well with his ex and is taking care of her financially medically and emotionally according to tmz the baby is reportedly expected in the fall um rihanna Sparks some pregnancy rumors of her own recently thanks to some comments and red carpet confusion that doesn't seem to be the truth yet but we'll see so i'm gonna read a few of the tweets that i see on twitter um again some people were like forgiving chris brown and defending him and someone was saying like um oh she physically abused him too so it was like not a one-sided thing like excuse you can we stop forgiving an abuser and making excuses for him that really pissed me off and I'm not going to give those people attention by reading their tweets but the fact that they're defending an abuser is sickening and I just it's disgusting but some are saying um Chris Brown commenting on Rihanna's Instagram and flirting with her is top-tier manipulation. We didn't forget that you beat the fuck out of her. Move on, abusive weirdo. Um, someone else said, I'm gonna say it and I don't care if anyone gets mad. Chris Brown flooding Rihanna's Instagram post is disgusting and just another way for him to keep an eye on her. I don't give a fuck who you love or hate. An abuser has no reason to keep tabs on their victims or keep co- keep contact with them. Fuck that. And what would... um. Someone said how she felt. Can Chris Brown leave Rihanna alone? I mean, it disgusts me how thirsty he is commenting under her post on Instagram. Like, gross. And Rihanna doesn't even follow him nor comment on his shit. Rihanna, baby, I'm sorry. That bitch is being annoying as fuck. Um, Yeah, so I don't care why he's still thirsting after her. Like, she doesn't follow him. She doesn't comment on his shit. She doesn't keep tabs on him from what we know. So it's like, this is an abuser keeping tabs on his victims i mean like sir you got probation from hitting her can you like it's been a decade move the fuck on like she doesn't want anything to do with you she's a queen she has fenty beauty fenty savage she's a fashion mogul a great singer she's a a goddess honestly she's a goddess and he doesn't deserve her I don't think he ever really deserved her. But it's just sickening that people are defending him and his actions. And it's just like, no, he's an abuser. Can we mm, calm down? Like, mm-mm. She, I don't she don't think she replied and she shouldn't. Like, no, she deserves way better than him, honestly. And that is it. That's the tea on that. Let's move on. Back to the subject of Rihanna. I recently watched her Savage Fenty Runaway Show on Amazon Prime. And... It beats Victoria's Secret. I mean, she was all about inclusivity. She had models of all different sizes, transgender women. Um, She had Laverne Cox on there, Cara Delevingne, Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid, a bunch, a plethora of models from different shapes and sizes. Now, her brand is about inclusivity. And I will say, coming from someone who has very bad body image issues and just, just issues around that, I think the purpose of savage fenty is really i mean beautiful i think when i look at that and i see those like lingerie things i'm like you know what i could wear that and like seeing models who are different shapes and sizes looking beautiful and seeing them like be confident on the runway makes me feel like i can do the same thing so honestly beats victoria's secret there's no competition savage fenty runway beats it and honestly I hope it continues. I hope Victoria's Secret like mm, like her fa- like lingerie line beats Victoria's Secrets. I'm not like bashing it. I'm just saying that like <sighs> she's a queen and her designs for her like not just bras and underwear but her lingerie is so beautiful, intricate, detailed and it, it just it, it looks beautiful on the runway. And I like to think that it was like a much more it was like a burlesque show and the fact that the models did dance sequences while wearing a lingerie and it kind of makes you feel like you're in on a show um because they were dancing and they were looking beautiful and then it was also a concert they had big sean dj khaled halsey also halsey's performance was beautiful she is a bisexual woman so like seeing her with all those women was kind of like you know a little and i don't know i thought she did a great show um and so i don't know like i really loved it she deserves all the success honestly like her her clothes are amazing her beauty brand it's like the first foundation that didn't break me out and um her highlight looks beautiful and i don't know i'm excited for everything rihanna does i'm a, i'm a stan to be honest so for the savage show it's beautiful go on amazon prime watch it um you can see how much detail she puts into every little thing and i think the show is i mean i mean it's amazing it's yeah can i be a fenty model like that's all i want in life but anyways i just wanted to give a quick shout out and like review the savage fenty show i thought it was beautiful amazing just i don't know great so go ahead and get on amazon and watch it because she does embrace all types of women so so if you are a bachelor fan bachelorette fan you know of mike johnson um tyler cameron and peter weber they were all on hannah season and they just announced that peter weber is going to be the next bachelor and a lot of people were kind of upset because everyone wanted uh, mike johnson and he was like definitely a fan favorite uh personally i just i didn't want mike to be on the bachelor because i really wanted him and demi to be a couple like i want them to be i don't know demi deserves someone like mike and i feel like mike really would take care of her the way she needed to i don't know i shipped them and so that's like the only reason i didn't want him to be on the bachelor was because i want him and demi together and obviously he can't be with her or talk to her if he like it would just wouldn't be the point of the bachelor like he would compete with all these girls or the girls would compete for him at the end he'd be like yeah and then what about Demi you know what I mean like it just wouldn't make sense as for Peter though you know I liked him I thought he was hot so he is a little bit bland but I think if you like bland guys you know he's cute for it and he's like a typical bachelor guy so Mike commented and said I thought I was going to be I thought it was going to be him but that wasn't because ABC told me I just felt that I just felt that way I'm a bit louder than Peter is I have tattoos and the obvious I'm black and then people quickly flooded the comments and were like why did he make it about race it's not about race like they only had one other black contestant and that was uh Rachel and she was for the bachelorette so yeah I think it is about race have they had they only had one other black person the rest of the contestants except for Juan Pablo I think that was his name have been white so I think there is a race issue I'm just and if you look at the other contestants there's not that much diversity they just had a, the first like gay couple with Demi and she's bisexual so we stand a bisexual queen but otherwise than that they're pretty much all white heterosexual you know with the few exceptions in pockets of a few of the contestants and the bachelor and you know whatever so I agree with Mike yeah i can see why they didn't choose him they stayed safe and obviously tyler cameron is dating Gigi hadid so he's out of the question but i mean i agree with mike i think there is a race issue on this one like i don't think he he mentioned it because also you don't know what they told him and why he couldn't be the bachelor you know what i mean like i don't know for me it definitely is a race issue like it was always just white people and also just like can i mention they're all thin like models like where's different sizes can we be more exclusive like can there be a size 8 girl can there be a size 10 size 14 like can we bring more girls with me even guys like can we bring in guys that are normal like I don't know I just feel like there is a standard of beauty when it comes to the bachelor and bachelorette and although I watched the show and this is like the first season well what's his name <laughs> Colton I watched his season I watched Hannah's season and I watched a bits and pieces of Bachelor in Paradise and from those three I can say that there's not that much like it's just skinny white girls with the exception of Mike Johnson Sydney Nicole uh oneka and then a f- another girl who's beautiful who I forgot her name but like the rest isn't like big you know what I mean like I don't know I wish I could see some more plus-size women some chunkier women you know just yeah i don't know but i agree with mike on 100 percent. peter does seem like the standard bachelor guy but you know that's the tea what are you gonna do i don't know if i'm gonna watch just because i think peter's hot but um yeah excuse the background noise but we're moving on to um the episode no i'm not a fan of the Kardashians. i don't watch them i only follow like kylie um so Recently, a video of their latest episode shows Scott Disick flipping out on Corey Gamble, who is dating Kris Jenner. Um, this is what the article says by E! News. In this clip from Sunday's all-new Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the flip it like Disick star explodes at Kris Jenner's boyfriend after the large, the latter suggests physical punishment for a misbehaving Penelope Disick. The drama all starts when Kourtney Kardashian reveals her nanny quit after her middle child with Scott scratched her face. She says, you guys, I don't have a nanny anymore. She said P was really upset. She was putting her in the car and Penelope scratched her face. The push.com founder explains over dinner, but P can be can be out of control. I think she almost blacks out and does the, these wild things. And then here's what here's when things take the uncomfortable turn as Gamble asks if it's cool to pop the kid for misbehaving. At first, Courtney and Scott seemingly ignore the comment. No, but you could also say something to her in the moment, Kardashian calmly responds. Understandably, Chris understandably, is left concerned after hearing the troubling update about her granddaughter. I had six kids. Not one time in my entire life did anyone ever have a complaint like this. However, Courtney disputes the stance by knowing she used to act out with her nannies. In regards to punishing Penelope's bad behavior, Courtney reveals she's also at a loss since there's nothing I can take away from her physically that she'll care about. At this point, Corey chimes in with his corporal punishment suggestion once again. I'm sorry, but if P scratched me for no reason, I'm whipping her ass, and I'll explain it to y'all later. And then Scott said, What? You would whip Penelope's ass? As if she scratched you and then my daughter what the hell are you talking about you would whoop my daughter's ass if she touched you a heated yells a little six-year-old girl what the fuck are you talking about stop it well Corey makes it clear he wouldn't beat penelope scott is far too upset to hear anything more you're, you're not going to beat my little daughter get the fuck out of here so i first of all one they're raising these kids in like a, like i grew up normal i didn't have luxurious money like i'm sorry but these are kids who are growing up rich and famous and i'm how do i put this like i think they're spoiled they're probably spoiled little brats and the fact that she had she scratched her nanny like and they're taking it lightly like i agree with cory fucking hit her what the hell like don't abuse her but a little pat on the butt like won't do her like if you already know if you take away something from her and she doesn't give a fuck, and like she, I mean, she assaulted her nanny <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, this wasn't like her throwing a tantrum. No, she scratched her nanny, and obviously, the nanny didn't feel comfortable doing anything. But it's just like if you know you're taking away something, and she doesn't care either. Time out, or yeah, fucking whip her. I don't care, like, hit her in the ass and then tell her, don't do that again. Like, you have to discipline your child now. Also, I feel like if Penelope did hit Corey, like... Now, I will agree with Scott. I guess if you know that your mother-in-law's boyfriend hit your six-year-old, I'd be upset, too. I'd be like, what the fuck? But I guess it's up to Scott and Courtney to sit down, to discipline her. I mean, in any way, if you know if that one method doesn't work, find a different method. I mean, I do agree with, like, yeah, having Corey hit your child i mean i would also feel upset like don't say that like i would never want you touching my daughter but i don't think Corey meant it in a mean way either i don't think he meant to say like yeah i would do it like and if he did i feel like there would be a lot of issues and i would side with scott in this one but they also have to realize like they're growing up they're raising their children in a household like rich and famous they're gonna feel like they have this superiority But, I mean, you got to discipline your kids, you know what I mean? So, that's it for that part. So, finally, and I'm ending this this episode on a, I guess, darker ending. Um, Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook Project, released a uh, back-to-school commercial. And it left me haunted and it left me... Sad and just disappointed. So the recording is of kids getting ready for school, and they talk about like their school supplies, and then it's just how they use those objects, in, in and when there's a, a school shooter, and it's just like I almost wanted to cry because like one kid is holding up scissors, and then another kid is holding up like pencils, and they're waiting outside of a door, and they're like, oh shit, like it was like them explaining how they're going to use those against the school shooter another one takes her socks off and her friend has um a gunshot wound in her leg and she's tying the gunshot with her sock another kid uses his skateboard to like break the window so that kids can escape and then the one that like even talking about it like i got chills like and i want to cry is like like it's just really sad and i i don't know just talking about it makes me like want to cry but it's um of this, like, girl in a bathroom stall, um, uh, oh my god, like, I want to start crying, um, and she's, like, texting her mom, and, um, she's just, like, oh, I can use this phone to keep in contact with my mom, and, um, like, I don't know, like, I'm getting really emotional, because just, like, if I would have, like, ever have to go through that and, like, text my mom, and, like, I'm super close to my mom, and just, like, I don't know, like, even just rethinking of that commercial, just, like i mean it's just like really sad you know that we have to live in a day and age like this like fuck guns and like fuck the nra like i hate when people are pro guns but like th- like this is a fear that like every student everyone like you can't go to the movies without something like this happen you can't go to the mall you can't you can't do anything anymore because you're afraid like there's gonna be a school like a school shooter there's gonna be a shooter like even going to concert is something that you have to be careful about nowadays and it's just like when she texted her mom like I love you and then like you hear like what you think is like the school shooter coming in it's just like ah like that shit broke my heart and like even now like just talking about it is just like really sad and like I don't know like kids have to wake up every day thinking like you know Oh, like, is there going to be, like, a school shoot? Like, there's school shooter drills. I grew up with, like, tornado drills and fire drills, but I never had to worry about there being a school shooter. And, like, <sighs> like having to raise your kids in a day and age like this is just like this. And it's such an important, like, I think that commercial is so important, especially now. It, it just, it shows you where we're at socially politically i mean i i i watch the commercial and let me dm me tweet me let me know what you think about it but i don't know it's just a somber somber thing um and i don't i want to like it just when i watched it it made me have like goosebumps and it made me so emotional because it's not fair for any of us really to have to live in fear but especially for kids to go to school and fear that that might they might die there, you know, like it's it's fucked up and honestly like I don't want to get political on this cuz this is not a political podcast, but um yeah, just it's it's super sad, but I think it's an important message um one that we shouldn't be having, but since we are in this you know, climate or whatever it is an important message and th- they previously i think it was also the sandy hook project that had the one about the guy and the girl like kind of liking each other and they were like when you notice signs and they didn't notice the guy like the kid looking at guns and doing like gun signals and stuff like that and um so i mean it's an important message but i don't think kids deserve to go to school in fear but here we are um so that's the end of this podcast episode i will see you next weekend and this time i will upload exactly on saturday but that is it i hope you guys liked it gracias for listening to this episode and you can expect another episode coming soon if you want to see what i look like then make sure to follow me on social media on insta it's at melissa m-e-l-y-s-s-a dot 1997 and you can follow my beauty instagram at melly m-e-l-y dot beauty 1997 on twitter it's at melissa underscore 1997 i hope to see you guys real soon